I've been with you all along. This race that you're running was not given to the strong. I know sometimes you're worried and faith is hard to find. Hey, Larry here. Acts 29 today. Coming to you from Sunny World Headquarters in Chiang Mai, Thailand. I'm with you when you're hurting. I want to welcome all my listeners here in Thailand. And around the world. So we're going to be talking about a few things here today. Hopefully we'll encourage you uh, along the way. Uh, I know there's a lot of... uh, a lot of stuff going on in the world and, you know, all kinds of things. But I want to, I want to remind you that there's two kingdoms. There's the kingdoms of this world, that's darkness and death. And there's a kingdom of light and life. And so we have been, uh, as believers, as Ecclesia, we've been transferred from that kingdom of this world into the kingdom of light of his dear son. In fact, we're citizens there now. That's our true citizenship. And, uh, you know, I I get the natural citizenship on earth and all that. And, uh, you know, I understand that, the natural part of this thing. But I, I, as a citizen of the kingdom of God, I have to, I have to make a decision, you know, what, what kingdom am am I really going to devote my time and energy and efforts to? Am I going to devote my time and energy and efforts to the kingdom of this world and all of its defeated and dark systems that are destined for failure? Or am I going to stay in the kingdom of light and keep my mind in the kingdom of light and live my life as though right now I'm in that kingdom? Because that is really living by faith, not by what we see and feel, because that's all temporary here on this earth. But we live by faith. What we believe is ours already, but in that kingdom that we will experience when we leave here. So, um <clears throat> I have heard that there are people that are so upset and, you know, sick and 
you know, disappointed, discouraged, despondent, and having all kinds of problems in the kingdoms of this world, <clears throat> especially in one in one country that just had an election, and and I've heard that you know those people are all discouraged and upset over an election outcome there of a a presidential election and they're all upset and you know and a lot of those people are you know believers or claim to be ecclesia and you know I'm in awe shock and awe that any ecclesia or believer in God that's born again why on earth would they have any why would they be upset about anything in the world system. <clears throat> uh, you know, that, that they're really not a part of anymore. We're strangers and pilgrims and aliens on this earth. We're just passing through. So if I'm just passing through somewhere, I'm not going to get involved in all their stuff because I'm just passing through. So, you know... If you're upset and discouraged today about something that happened there in that country, uh, you need to look to the kingdom that you're a citizen of because in that kingdom that I'm a citizen of, kingdom of God, uh, there was no riots there. There were no, there were no uprisings against the king, you know, uh, <clears throat> Everything in the kingdom is good. God's still on the throne. Jesus still at the right hand of the Father. Holy Spirit's still here in the earth working on our lives, conforming us into the image of God's dear Son, Jesus. And uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't feel any discouragement at all. I, I didn't. I didn't. Wasn't down about anything that's happened at all. Because in the kingdom I'm in, <clears throat> and that I'm a citizen of, um, nothing is, has happened there in the negative. It's, it's all good news. So, you know, don't, don't <laughs> get out of that world political system, man. That's the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. Uh, in Mark 3, 6 talking about the Herodians, and the Herodians were a political party in Jesus' day, and uh, they wanted Herod to be king of Judah, and the Pharisees and Sadducees didn't want that. So they disagreed on that, but when it came to Jesus, the Pharisees and Sadducees <coughs> were, uh, were in agreement with the politicians, and it says, Then the Pharisees went out and immediately held a consultation with the Herodians, the politicians, against him, how they might devise some means to put him to death. So when you have the religious systems in bed with the politicians, you've got a, you've got a deadly cocktail going there. Because the religious leaders... At the end of the day, you know, they they had to persuade the 
politicians to help them put Jesus to death. That was their whole deal. Um, you know, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, a type of the world, the great purpose there was not that they would be free, but that they would uh, they would exit Egypt. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a throat thing going on here today. <coughs> that they would exit Egypt to serve Him, to serve God. They were called out of Egypt, a type of the world, to serve God. Freedom, then, was the result of the call. Freedom was the result of the purpose of them leaving Egypt. It wasn't that they'd be free of slavery <clears throat> and bondage and go out in the wilderness and, you know, sing and dance kumbaya around the fire naked at night in a full moon and do whatever they wanted. No, they left Egypt and... And God told Moses many times when he was talking to Pharaoh, tell Pharaoh, let my people go so that they can serve me, worship me. <clears throat> but freedom was the result of that, of that uh, call to serve. So as the ecclesia, we are, of course, called out of Egypt, the world, Ek means a place that we were once familiar with. That, that was the world. And the rest means that we were called out. Hey, come here. Hey, come here. So we were literally called out of a place that we used to be one with. And as a result of being called out of that place and separated unto God to serve him, we are free from everything as a result of that. So, what I'm... <clears throat> what I'm trying to... Uh, trying to say here is that we have to... Uh, get our eyes on Jesus. We've got to wake up and get out of this world of tech and distraction. You know, we, uh, we can no longer keep messing around in that stuff. Colossians 3, 2 says, And set your minds... You ever heard of mindset? They have a mindset? Well, that's what this is. Set your minds. Okay, your mind has is like a dial. It has different settings. And you can set your mind. Set your mind and keep your minds set <clears throat> on what is above the higher things, not on the things that are on the earth. 
not on the things that are on the earth. Now, a lot of people, they're just, they're, they're still so earthly minded. They're still in the outer court. And they're just, they're still just earthly minded. And so they keep concentrating on all the earthly stuff. But that day's over. <clears throat> Second Corinthians 4.18, since we consider and look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, for the things that are visible are temporal, brief, and fleeting, but the things that are invisible <clears throat> are deathless and everlasting. So we've got to get our minds set and keep them set on things that are above and not on the things of this world. So, you know, people, if people are discouraged today and despondent over, you know, what happened in America in, a, in an election, uh, and some even said they were losing their faith over it, you know, well, then obviously their mindset was on earth. It wasn't in heaven. <clears throat> it wasn't on things above. It was on the things of this world. That's why they're despondent and that's why they're discouraged. Because their minds have been set on things of this world. They've been looking to a world system, whether that's economic, social, political, whatever it is. Uh, people have been looking to, looking to men or a man. You know, they took their eyes off Jesus and now they're seeing the storm around them, the wind and the waves, and they're sinking. Well, Peter was there way before you, and so these people need to reach up their arm to Jesus and say, Jesus, save me. Save me. Pull me out of this worldly thinking and this worldly mess, this political nonsense, that people have put their trust and faith in that's going to burn and be destroyed and lift me up out of that mess and get my eyes back on you, Jesus, because, you know, the Word says that <clears throat> men's, heart, men's hearts will fail them for fear. Fear of what? Fear of what is coming on the earth. What is coming to this world? Their hearts will fail them for fear of what is coming on the earth. They're afraid. They're afraid of political dictatorship. They're afraid of the thought police. They're afraid that the freedom of speech is gone now. They're afraid that they're being controlled and watched by cameras everywhere. They're afraid that, you know, they're getting, you know, the world is becoming a totalitarian dictatorship place uh, headed for a one world government, religion, and everything else under the man of perdition. 
And a lot of people are afraid of what's coming because they're going to lose. <clears throat> they're going to lose all the stuff that they've been collecting and gathering unto themselves in the world. And men's hearts are already failing them for fear, and they already have been. Um, you just take a 2008 banking crisis, and, and, and the financial people were committing suicide every day. Bankers committing suicide. People with a lot of money committing suicide. Why? Because they were, they were losing their money. Well, why would they commit suicide over money? Because their money was their life. Where your treasure is, there is your heart also. Their heart is in their treasure, and their treasure is in their money. You see, when it says, in God we trust, on the currency, that's not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That came on there when Theodore Roosevelt was president, and he, and, and he said, no, you're not going to put that on the currency. They said, why not? He said, because you're not going to put the name of a holy, mighty God on your filthy lucre. Everything on that dollar bill currency with the all-seeing eye pyramid and all the rest of that stuff that's on there, that's all Masonic stuff. And then you're going to put in God we trust and mix it with that? See, that's, that's not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that they printed on that currency. That's the God of this world. That's the God they trust in. The currency. It's not money, it's currency. Money is silver and gold. Paper is currency. It's worthless. It's the God of this world. That's what they trust in. So their hearts are going to fail them for fear. Fear of what? Fear of what's coming, because what's coming is going to take away their life, their substance, their treasure their money, their homes, their fame, their fortune, their, their lifestyles of the rich and famous. They're living their best life now. And that life is about to be destroyed. And there's also great changes coming to the ecclesia. Because all this big screen, skinny jean, smoke machine, laser light show, rock band, you know, $1,000 sneakers, you know, all that kind of stuff is not going to get you through what is what is already here and, and being planned and put forth and what is very soon coming around the corner. The ecclesia itself is going to go through a great purging and... All this fog machine, smokescreen stuff, that's all it is. There's no substance to it. And it is not going to get you through. And so there's big change coming. All these big buildings with the mega crowds and all this stuff, it's all going bye-bye. All that stuff is gone. The building, all that stuff is going bye-bye. That was a whole thing for the past. But now 
we're, we're going through a change and God's rearranging things. And he's bringing his people into the holy place. He's trying to get them from that outer court to go to the brazen altar and lay down their lives, lay down their bodies as a living sacrifice to go wash their hands and feet in the, in the brazen laver, <clears throat> which is a type of what they're doing with their hands and where they're walking, and get into the holy place and go through those processes so that they can get into the holy of holies, which is now available to us. And in there, in that presence, with God alone, okay, now in the outer court, that's where all the big screen, skinny jeans, smoke machine, that's where all that stuff happens. You got crowds of people, you got all this stuff going on, and, you know. But as you go closer to God, the less people come with you. And when you get in the Holy of Holies, you're there by yourself. It's you and God. And that's where the greatest transformation ever takes place in our lives. And so that's... That, that's where the ecclesia is going. That's where God's calling the ecclesia today. He's not calling us into some political jargon, you know, going to change the world through politics or anything else. No. No, the ecclesia is uh, being called in to the Holy of Holies, but there's, uh, there's a process that it takes to get there. And it doesn't happen overnight. It takes years. But we're running out of years now. And so persecution is, is right around the corner. It's already started. And what persecution does is it, it purifies. It, it separates, you know, the men from the boys, uh, the believers from the make-believers, uh, people go from, have gone from Azusa Street to Sesame Street. And in Sesame Street, you know, persecution doesn't go over well. People don't make it there. So we got to get back into God's holy presence. And that's where it happens. It happens in the Holy of Holies. So... We're in a time when the ecclesia is being called away, you know, to, we've already been called out of and separated from the world. But still, for many, the world still has a big hold on their lives. And they spend most of their days and their, and their lives wrapped up in, still in this world, you know. And we are in the world, but we're not of the world. Okay, I can be in the water, but not be a fish. I can fly in the air and not be a bird. Okay, I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. I'm not like the world. And so I live separated from all of that. And we're going to need to be that people in these days ahead. Said so even the elect would be deceived 
what, if it were possible. So why is it not possible for the elect to be deceived? Because they know the truth. They know the truth. If you know the truth, you can't be deceived. You know, if you know this guy is a sheep in wolves clothing, then you don't listen to him. You don't ever listen to him. You turn him off. You, you separate yourself. And if all these other people want to listen to him and all this stuff, that's their business. That's why we let the dead bury the dead. The world is dead. Politics is dead. Economics is dead. Entertainment is dead. All that stuff is dead. Jesus said, but you follow me. And the guy said, well, can I go back first and bury my father? And, and another one said, oh, can I go back first? And I bought some land, I don't know, and, you know. He said, no, follow me. When he chose the disciples, when he said to, to Peter and James, you know, said, follow me. It says they, they put down their nets. They left their father. They left their business. And they followed him. Wow. That's pretty amazing. You know, everyone he called, you know, of those, they just, they just left. They just followed him. So he's calling us to let go of this stuff. Let go of all this stuff. Get your mindset back on things above and not on the things of this earth. There are so many distractions now. It is unbelievable, and they're just getting started. I mean, you can get on YouTube, and you can go down through the list of stuff there, and the next thing you know, two or three hours has gone by. Two or three hours has gone by. And, and that's, that's just one place. You know, there's all this other stuff, but he's calling us away from that stuff. Get away from that stuff. Because that stuff is not feeding life and light to us. Even a lot of the, you know, the YouTube prophets and all this stuff on there, you know, shut all that stuff off. You don't need to hear about, you know, I spoke to Jesus yesterday and he told me this about the election and blah, blah, blah. You don't need that. Don't worry about that stuff. Let those people do what they do. You follow Jesus. Get in the Word. Let the Holy Spirit teach you. He is your primary teacher. Get in the Word of God. That's where you're going to be transformed. That's where your mind's going to be transformed. And without that, you know, people are basically going to really struggle and be lost in a world of darkness. So that's my, uh, it's my admonition, folks, is to, is to make that switch and get over there into, uh, into the Word. 
into all that stuff that will uh, will help you keep your mind set on things above. Because it's our only hope, and I'll see you next time. God bless.